0: Uh, Chloe Petz, what we like to do are on private parts now is you have to look down the barrel of the camera and you have to describe yourself in 30 seconds.
1: Oh, God. Okay. Tell me when to go.
2: Go. Using only swear words. <laughs>
1: uh, twat. <laughs> uh, heinous criminal. No, I... Uh, my name is Chloe. I am a stand-up comedian. Um, I, what are the key things about me? I really like football. That's nice, isn't it? It's great. Uh, I... I I really like pastries. Mm, um, me too. Yeah, I've sort of had a bit of. No, I should get back to introducing myself. I grew up in a town called Sittingbourne in Kent. Uh I currently live in Hackney, and um that, that's that's it. That's it for me. <laughs> that's it, Chloe. Welcome yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> it's pastry, Chloe. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pastry pets oh,
0: in the studio. She's
1: covered in crumbs. <laughs>
0: okay, I, do you, you do you get upset because I know you're a huge football fan? Crystal Palace, right? yeah yeah are you upset when it's out of season
1: um sort of I think sometimes it's good to have like a bit of a reprieve from it because um my my social life does suffer there was one that summer where it was world cup and love island yeah. and I sort of went about my normal life but fit also fit in all of the games and all of love island so I must have sort of just um not slept for the duration of that Um, so yeah, it is an obsession. So I think it's sometimes good that I have a forced break from it. Yeah, it is.
0: I, 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 for me, right, with football is that when I was younger, I was a Chelsea fan. I grew up a Chelsea fan, but I never had that like diehard thing. For me, I just don't understand the fact that my weekend is determined whether my team win, wins or loses. Mm. That's like the most hectic thing to go into and you have 32 weeks of it or whatever you have
1: yeah you you have just described anxiety there which is like fixating <laughs> over something that is beyond your control Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> yeah, I know. and i've just actively chosen that as my lifestyle but i'm getting much better at as, as i age and i think it's because people are starting to hold me accountable of like chloe what if, it, if
2: crystal palace lose
1: yeah they're <laughs> like if crystal palace lose they're like it's fine for you to ruin your own weekend but you're not ruining mine <laughs>
0: all right how bad did you get back when you were younger how bad were you when crystal palace
1: lost crystal palace it was fine because i got quite used to it it was it was more <laughs> when um england would get knocked out of major tournaments that i would really sob and even even the, serious oh yeah it got to the point where um when germany knocked us out mm. was, do you remember when um frank lampard scored a goal it went over the line and yeah. Then it got destroyed. yeah
0: he scored the header
1: wasn't it the header? I think it was a header, yeah. Very yeah. well, very well yeah, remembered. Yeah. And it went over the freaking line. It went over the freaking oh, line. Oh, yeah,
2: I do remember this. Do you remember yeah, this? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I cried for two hours and my mum was trying to be <laughs> empathetic and then eventually said, Chloe, this is absolutely pathetic. You need to go and have a shower <laughs> and calm down.
0: <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember when it was like 90, 98 World Cup and it was, we played, um, it was Brazil, England and it was when Ronaldinho lobbed Seaman with that, with the free kick.
2: <laughs> we <laughs> we love that. I loved loved yeah. where, like love to see him. Where you love to see him? Have some of that.
1: And that was actually the start of the Me Too movement. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> throw it at Me Too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just give it to him. Now that, <laughs> that is a classic joke. Do you know what? That's, got, that's getting yeah. around yeah. the floor. That is classic joke
0: writing. I always think that at school being cool. If your name was David Seaman, as soon as it when you're doing a road call there's no way that no one is doing when a it road came...
2: call What?
1: Well, i don't that know I roll
2: call, <laughs> oh, <a> roll call. <laughs> road call have you been What's calling
1: that? it a road call your whole entire <laughs> yes. life you do yes. have there's a
2: few words that you just say wrong and i've just never corrected. you yeah point. loads of words i say wrong i thought it was road call
1: well what but why would it be come on have a think about it for one <laughs> that's one maybe second. like
2: in a prison if you're like working on the roads <laughs> or something Shit, what is it roll call roll call i think yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what else i thought it was the other day?
1: Um. I,
0: I I thought it was um, pop belly.
2: See? That's, that's more... Uh, it's pot. It, it's pot, isn't it's it? It's pot. That pot. Pip, I was confused with that for a while. That, right? that makes more sense
1: because it's like your belly's popping out.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whereas pot, why is it called that?
0: I uh, don't know. It's called pot belly. I have no clue. But anyway, going know. back to David Seaman, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I always think being called... When David Seaman was younger, when it was a roll call, when it came to his name, surely everyone was sniggering or laughing in the class. 'Cause obviously his surname being
2: Seaman.
1: I think you can get away with it if you are David Seaman though, because he's absolutely I think, massive. I think that's no why he that's him.
2: why he became a very successful footballer, just out of spite. Out of spite. Because they were laughing at him. He's like, I'll show you.
1: That's why he he like grew so tall. Yeah. He was yeah. like, You're not gonna mock me and then just thought really hard about growing. And then his yeah, hands my, got massive. My
2: name is Seaman. Do you want some?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> okay. I know, but so
0: when when was the first time that you became a diehard football fan? Was it ever since you were a kid?
1: Yeah, ever since I was a kid. My dad sort of well, my dad says he gave me the option whether I was going to be a football fan or not. But every picture of me from the age of like sort of naught to three is just me in Crystal Palace kit. Um, <laughs> so I think it was sort of thrust upon me. But yeah, I I, I just um absolutely loved it. I c- I couldn't couldn't blooming stop. Um, really? Yeah. Just. I don't know. There's something about it that just just clearly it, appeals to it, me innately. It,
2: it is quite. It's like a handover, isn't it? I think I feel like it does come from parents a lot of the time because my parents didn't really care about football, and then I don't. Yeah, nor did I, I. don't really care. But a lot of people whose parents are mad about it, generally yeah. the kids. Then, but, but then sometimes
1: it. you reject it. Do you know what I mean? Like I think it's there's pro- you probably got a predisposition to just like really getting lost and carried away in like the narrative of it and the emotion of it. Do you know? What? Mm. Like I think I'm really susceptible to like. You know, like a like a rags to riches story, or like a sob story, or something like that. I- Jamie, rags, yeah, that's right. me. Yeah, 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 that's totally You me. should
2: you should sit down and listen to what this guy's been through.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he had to get the tube once. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Tube, tube literally, to...
0: You do this every time. You're exactly the I same. I got the tube here. Oh my mate. god. You you play this whole <laughs> like card story. didn't work. <laughs> it was really embarrassing. It, it was not... like
2: seek assistance. I was like, about what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can I pay in diamond? <laughs> <Yeah>. um... <laughs> but wait, so do you do you have brothers and sisters then? Got a brother called Peter, Peter Pets. Peter Pets. So, and he's a football fan as well.
1: Well, sort of, not not as much as me. We all support Crystal Palace in the family, but he's not he he won't actively follow it. Really. Yeah.
0: But, but what's interesting is that you then as a young kid, your dad would have taken you to the games and you would have been like properly in there full on let's go like that. And I suppose like it, it would have been a bit more, I don't know, unique for it's typically what you see. So sort of the natural thing, it's still sort of not a son and father going to the games, but being a daughter, it, it, you know, in the, in the games, enjoying it, that must have been unique and kind of an amazing experience to have that with your dad.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's really nice actually me and my dad are going to watch, um, England women's this evening in Brighton which is just really it's nice amazing. isn't it mm. and I think um, I think probably the important thing to remember is even though I am a woman I ostensibly feel the role of son so, uh, <laughs> so I remember when I first came out to my dad he was like yeah it's just a bit for me to get my head around like I sort of did imagine having a son-in-law that I'd go and you know play golf with go go to mm. to football with and all of this stuff and I was like dad you've just described me <laughs> <laughs> like i'm the son-in-law you never had <laughs> i think it's absolutely fine what
0: What was that experience like because i always uh, you know um you know growing up and then you know using humor and all that different stuff and your comedy is so interesting amazing because you kind of cover a lot of a lot of personal things that happen to you right throughout yeah. your life and sort of breaking down barriers and all these different things um when you came out is that quite, you know, it, the typical thing, which, you know, I sp- speak to some of my gay friends and it's, you know, some people had an easy experience. Some people had a hard experience. Mm. For you, was it easy or was it hard?
1: Firstly, very noble that you have gay friends. That is so- <laughs> Yeah, thanks yeah. so yeah.
0: Well We done. just threw it in there. Don't well worry, done. guys. Yeah, yeah, hey yeah. guys. For the second worry.
1: time, round I, of applause. I just want to
0: say it one more time. I
2: have gay friends. Wow. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Clip that up and put it on social media. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. That's in your book, isn't what it? What
1: a guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a chapter. <laughs> It's like when, when someone's talking about racism, they're like, I've got loads of black mates. Honestly, like, I just spend so much time with them. It's like, you're now sounding really awkward. You're like, sounding like a racist. Sort,
1: sort of like the lady doth protest too much. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have loads of gay friends. <coughs> uh, well, can you submit a list by the by the end of the yeah, podcast? Yeah. I'll do How
2: gay are they? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, put, put numbers on it. 64%. Um, <laughs> no, um... What was the question? What? Oh, was question, it hard coming out? Yeah, yeah, was it
2: hard coming out? Yeah. Where uh, did you do it? I would have done it at the game. Where did I? <laughs> so he can't hear. You're like, yeah, dad. He's like, what?
1: Do it. Do a chant. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking gay. He's I'm like, fucking gay. I am fucking gay
2: remember
0: that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the only way to do it. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, uh, I did it. Uh, well, you sort of. There's no one fixed moment where you sort of mm. do a party and get everyone gathered mm. round and the, like a, like a gender reveal, but for sexuality, <laughs> like, well, I don't know what it would be like the balloon pops open and it's all pink. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's who I like to share. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I suppose it's one of the, it's it's just,
0: you know, I, I think that, and perhaps it's to a personal uh, conversation we don't have to have but i just what i what i i enjoy is that you again with your comedy and your stand-up you're just very open about your whole existence and things that you've been through and the fact that you know and i read your amazing guardian article yeah it was so good and very you know you. yeah and 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 t- you know they they wrote so and also what they mention is that within the comedy uh, industry You're just highly respected by your friends and your peers and things like that. That's what it talks about. And for me, I think that being open and having those discussions, but also turning it into sort of a um, making light of that sort of conversation is amazing. Because you've had had experiences where people don't know if you're a girl or a guy. Yeah. Right. And that must be quite tricky growing up sometimes.
1: Right. Yeah. So um, it's that thing where people, people get so bogged down in like, um feeling really awful if t- like they get your category what they perceive to be your category wrong so if if they call me a man and then realize that they've made a mistake they get so flustered and so embarrassed <laughs> but i'm just like this is so funny and it's also that thing of like you know if you're like a really tall person people go you're tall it's like yeah i know i haven't sort of dressed like this by accident like i know that i wear men's clothing i'm very tall i wear a binder so like i don't like i have a flat chest like I know what you're seeing as well. Like I've looked in a mirror. Mm. Um, So it really doesn't bother me, but I find it really funny when, when people, people get really upset or like flustered.
0: Yeah. But I, I think that, I think that's what happens a lot of the time. I remember it's like the worst. I remember at school when, um, a teacher would come up, and it would be a female teacher. And by action, you'd call them sir. Yeah. And you would then freak absolutely out. Absolutely annihilate. <laughs> yeah, 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 that, that was, that that was the worst.
1: Everyone's <laughs> absolutely losing their minds. <laughs> you're was, talking uh, about it for weeks. If you called
2: your, if you called your teacher mum by <laughs> <my> mistake, did <laughs> you do know. so that? Like, oh my god, you're, like, you're dead. Mummy. Yeah, yeah Oh honestly, my god, it, it was over. worse.
0: But then, so w- when did you start getting interested in comedy? Because you know you grew up in Kent, you came, you then went to university in London at 18 years old, studying English. You've
1: done your research. Oh, get out of town!
0: Well. Get out of town!
1: What a thorough, thorough <laughs> journalism! I, I
2: I <laughs> really he's studied dying. That's why I didn't sleep last night. It wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the heat in a Wikipedia hole about me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't
1: that. even have a Wikipedia. Jamie was up last night he's, writing no, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's I know, Just doing it
0: all for you. <laughs> but but when did you start becoming interested in comedy?
1: So I, I was interested in comedy. Sort of, I wasn't a comedy fanatic when I was a teenager, but I liked I liked it, and I really loved stuff with like a sort of likable central character, like Vicar of Dibley. I mm. still love Vicar of Dibley. So, it was so, so good. good. So it was, good. but what,
0: but it, but why was it so good as Quickly Return? Because it is it that funny, or is it was it just kind of the only sort of thing like it on television at the time?
1: I think it's it's a. Like, if you watch it now, you find it funny because it's like a nostalgia watch. Like, you're remembering how funny you found it when you were a teenager. And I, no, I think it's really funny because it's like that fish out of water thing of like this, like, highly intelligent, smart woman comes into a.
2: And she's just surrounded by the most, like, hilarious, like, imbeciles. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. And I love that. No, 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 no. Yes. Oh, it's just great.
1: It's just great in terms of, like, archetypes and just yeah. you you know exactly the perspective of each of those characters i think it's wonderful um so you so,
0: like that you like that as comedy and so that was kind of your way into this world type thing
1: yeah and then so i th- i remember really clearly when i was like 14 or something because i was in all of the like plays at school and stuff mm. and i was always you know tr- trying to be the center of attention trying to be really funny and um one of my teachers was like, you should do stand-up comedy. And I sort of never never considered it. I didn't really watch that much stand-up, but then I sort of started watching vague bits on YouTube. And then I got to uni, um, did loads of like plays, realised that I was just like playing a different version of myself and not like I would do, we do like Hamlet and I'd be playing it for laughs. Um, (laughs) So so then I, uh, yeah, after I left uni, when I was 21, I just started doing open mics.
0: Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors Inc. Doing an open mic night, walking in and that microphone in front of you, and you've never tested any material, you've never done anything, and you just do it, and no one's like, it's not like you're going to do a job. You yourself have given you that you've had a word with yourself and you said, fuck it, I'm going to go and do yeah, this.
1: Yeah.
0: That is insane to me.
1: It, like when you describe it like that, yeah, it is absolutely insane. Like it's, the... it's, ma- imagine you going up
0: and just doing There's just no, <laughs> no <laughs>
1: way. I
0: would crumble. <laughs> yeah. I could crumble. It's
1: a behavior of a psychopath. Like yeah. I've absolutely no, and people like, they're often now when they find out that your job is up comedian, they'll be like, oh, that's so brave. And I'm like, it's not brave now because I've done it enough times that mm. I don't really get that scared anymore. Um, I mean, obviously I get scared for certain stuff, but, uh, and I also like, I know how to do it. Um, it was brave when I first started because I've never known nerves like it. And, um, I don't know what kept me coming back because like, like five minutes of payoff for like eight hours of crippling anxiety, Mm. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it doesn't seem worth it, but somehow I just kept getting back up on stage just going, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And then fortunately, like about a year in, I was like, no, nah, I do really like this. This is good.
0: It's like one of those things again, which always happens is when you ever you have like something big to do, just before you're about to go on, all you want to do is be hit by a car. Yeah. You just want it, You just want to, And not to kill you. You just want it to be clipped. You want to be <laughs> so clipped. You don't, so you don't have to Yeah. You just yeah, want to yeah, be clipped. Yeah. You want to be clipped by <laughs> a, a car. Clip. Just a little <laughs> clip that you have to go to hospital that you can't do it. And you sorry, I got hit by a car. Yeah. That's what you want before, it. but I suppose like
1: probably quite a good th- business idea. though. yeah, but hire that- yourself out as a sort of well, like just almost hitman.
2: Yeah, like if you want to just get clipped by a car, give me a call. <laughs> you just do it. Stand outside for road call, and I'll- I really
1: like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'll come and Great run cool over that. your toes. Third
1: yeah. time, you're getting a round of applause. That is wonderful. You. You're on fire, day. really Shit, good. I need to it up my it's game. It's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday.
2: But
0: but where does that inner confidence come from? Because I always. I always find typically with comedians, right? This is, and I spoke to Phil Wang about this. Yeah, Phil Wang says the amazing thing about comedians is that typically comedians are people who kind of reflect. It's a lot of reflecting. And that's why they make things funny because they think, oh, that's funny. It, you know, the fact that you sit in a traffic jam, like they reflect on things. So, and when you're reflecting on things, that typically means that you're in scenarios or situations where you're leaving this scenario and you go, ah, it would been funny if I had said that. And, and what I find with most comedians, they're quite, introverted not saying you're an introvert too but a lot of comedians are so when there, it's a juxtaposition between then going on stage and having the confidence within yourself to do that so where does that balance go why is there so much confidence to going on stage and do it but then typically with most comedians they're a bit introverted does
1: that make sense yeah I suppose so I I don't know where that that sort of confidence comes from I guess it's just um yeah I, I don't know where because it kind of runs counter to the the values that I have. Like I don't necessarily think that I've got something like I'm an amazingly important person with something incredible to say. Mm. And you, you'd think that people that got on stage and was like, please look at me, would think that they are an yeah. amazingly important person. I think it is just like... um is it the fact
0: that it's you, just you have the desire to make people
2: laugh? I was going to say, do you That's think it's, that, it it's the pursuit of that laughter and, and maybe also acceptance as well? Because that like, yeah. oh, this is what I do.
1: I think it's exactly that. It, you're, not, you're not going on there with the express-like purpose of changing someone's worldview or doing something quite grandiose. It is, it, at the base, it starts with, how do I make this group of people laugh? And hopefully, like, all of the rest of that stuff that you've just described comes with it. But yeah, first and foremost, it's going maybe I just like the feeling of making a Mm. bunch of people laugh. So it's
2: it's worth putting up with those eight hours of like, Crushing, yeah, of, like
1: anxiety. literally being. Sick. I honestly, man, yeah. I think
0: you should try. I think we should do this yeah. thing. I think a hundred percent, we should like have an open mic night, and you should actually just give it a go. and We should film it. Yeah, you doing it, yeah. private?
1: What, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. I just what, what to say? This, and we should definitely <laughs> yeah. film it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> we should a hundred percent. Just, just make.
2: Don't let me near any roads. Uh, <laughs> I will run myself. Don't worry, I'll come you. round. I it? think you
0: would be freaking genius at it. But then, uh, uh, also, Clay what you've done is you, you've set up something which you call the um LOL one. The LOL word, right? Mm-hmm.
1: What is that? So basically, we started it in 2017. It's a, it's a bunch of like queer comics, queer women, non-binary comics, who um, it's me, Jodie Mitchell, and a uh, duo called Shelf, Rachel Ruby. And um, we set up also with a girl called Chloe Green, and we basically shelf had a room in Edinburgh, but they didn't have like a show to fill it with.
0: What shelf is it? Is it, is it so du- get... Double
1: act, Rachel, Rachel Ruby. Got it. Okay, cool. And, um, so we, they, they were just like to us, do you want to come and do like a mixed bill? So we, we did a show and we were just, ah, oh, this would be fine. And then it just like sold out because basically the lesbians <laughs> show up. Like if you ask a lesbian to come to an event, they are there. Um, Anna.
0: Is that what happens?
1: Yeah, you, you just you do the lesbian you just go lesbians assemble and then they all it's like a transformer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> and then we create one big giant lesbian <laughs> that, to take that do- like what?
0: Like just goes around just taking over the world. Taking down the patriarchy, yeah, yeah.
1: one by one. <laughs> crushing men in our way. Um yeah, so that happened. And uh and then yeah, we um we basically uh it because it went so well we started putting on shows in london um and then various shows around the uk and now we've got like a monthly show that we do at the soho theater and it's always raucous like it's it's really funny there was a bit of a spell a couple of years ago where everyone just got a bit too like, like everyone took everything a bit too seriously so it, it would be like you do a joke about something like you know, we was talking earlier, I've got a routine about getting pushed over by a bloke. Yeah, you. in any other room, people will be <laughs> like, that's funny. In that room, they're like, that must have been so traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> it just becomes like, becomes, like yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah. The lesbians just want to like all sit there in in a sort of like a like a prayer circle almost, just like processing trauma together. Oh, once <laughs> once we've disassembled from being a transformer, yeah, we yeah. just sit there and are like how Who hurt you. How
0: long does it take you to dissemble? How, does it, how long does it take you to come down from being the transformer when all of you guys come together?
1: We're um, sort of <laughs> so many hours because we have to process all of our feelings whilst we're doing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so what happened? So, you were in a situation where a bloke pushed you over. <laughs> That's
1: what happened. I just, like, I just, men, okay? Yeah. Most of them absolutely lovely, really nice. Some of them, awful so i was literally just walking along the street and have you have you ever had this where <laughs> just walking yeah along the street? have you ever had that where you've just been walking along the street jamie hasn't <laughs> no,
2: <yeah. laughs>
1: do you just get carried yeah no? <laughs> i just Not get carried on a carpet That's all the time i like,
0: carried on it yeah yeah yeah. Um, wait so what happened so you're walking down the street what happened
1: walking down the street uh and it was a it was quite like a busy street it was near Buckingham Palace and um, everyone was... that
2: main strip down to not not the,
1: not the big not the big strip
2: <laughs> but, but what, the palm one
1: of <laughs> the adjacent roads okay yeah um, <laughs> thank you <laughs> but that's great world building yeah, thank yeah, yeah. you yeah. Uh, so I'm just walking and then there was this little space so I just thought Do you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna nip into it right, I'm just gonna nip into that space and then there was this massive guy who looked like um. he didn't have a tall long hat on he was totally- <laughs>
2: holding a gun you by the palace yeah was i was very, by lincoln I,
1: abraham lincoln <laughs> i was by the palace no. i was trying to break in and then abraham lincoln stopped me
2: yeah thank god he's around I Otherwise, thought, what would you have done to the queen
1: like, why what? is he haunting this that's a funny place for, for him to have chosen imagine if lincoln was like uh, a ghost and was like touring all of the places that he didn't get to go when he was alive anyway um <laughs> this huge guy he looked like sort of um like a like a stack of packets of processed ham. That's yeah. how it's I would probably w- it. what he was. <laughs> yeah, much. just masquerading as an adult <laughs> human man. And then, so I just like nipped across him, gave him so much room, but he um he like uh nicked my feet because he obviously felt like I was getting in his way. He nicked my feet, so I tripped, and as what? I tripped, he put his hands on my back and pushed He's me kidding. to the floor.
0: The You're fuck? joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> you the, the, I'm not joking. The, the nicking
1: of
2: the feet. The nicking, mean, like...
1: like he was like I was for on goal and and he wanted to <laughs> save it. he wanted to save it. So he just nicked me, pushed me down. And um and I I stood up and was like, What the fuck? Yeah. What the hell? So I turned around and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, mate? You've just pushed me over. Why have you done this? Mm. And then he, um, do you want to leave it on a cliffhanger?
0: Yeah, we, could, we leave it on a cliffhanger.
1: Well, it's up to you. It's your podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Do you know what? Let's leave it on a cliffhanger. Yeah, okay. Because we're going to find out what happens next in part two. <laughs> Let's end on yeah. that. Let's <laughs> end on that. <laughs> find out what happens next in part two. are you're going to tell us, right? No, nah. nah. Yeah, Oh <laughs> <Yeah, of course. laughs> it. All right, everyone. We'll see you in part two. Bye-bye.